0: How many of you have like a really strong value proposition? Like why should someone work
1: with you? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome the Agent Power Huddle.
0: Good morning and happy Friday to everybody. Uh, How we feeling? Do you have three, five, four weeks left in the year? Four Fridays left in the year? Yeah. All right. I'm excited about um, 2023 coming to an end and I'm excited about 2024 beginning. So does anyone else uh, feel the same way? Yeah? Cool. All right. All right. Great. Well, today... We're gonna talk about um developing a value proposition. So this really stems from, you know, the the recent NAR verdict. And, you know, I I kind of talked about this a little bit in a couple of previous calls. But in Washington, I feel like we have been kind of set up for success because we've been doing this buyer agency agreement. Seller pays sellers aren't required to pay commission for, I don't know, Steve, what's it been? Like three years, or like now, something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if I actually don't know the exact date yet.
0: But it feels like it's been forever. I'll just tell you that. It feels like it's yeah. been a really long time. And so we've been practicing this here in our market for quite some time. So, you know, I hear a lot of, um, we were, I just had a Lonnie on my team. She was just on a um, a call the other day uh, talking to, it was basically about this, like how to overcome this big thing, this whole NAR verdict. So I was like, okay, well, let me teach something about it because I like to teach and I have we have a little bit of experience here, so I thought, you know, what better time than to really learn to develop your value proposition? How many of you have like a really strong value proposition? Like, why should someone work with you? One person. Yep. Alex says, "Yep." Sima raise her hand. Yep. Okay. And guys, here's the re- here's the deal they don't know why anyone should work with you. I don't know. I don't know why you want to work with someone else. I know why you want to work with me. Okay. So the very first thing in developing a value proposition is stop comparing yourself to everyone else because I don't really care. I mean, Steve Hale and I, we're kind of the same, we're kind of, we're in the same state We're like a little bit of different markets, but it is, it is possible that one day Steve and I could go up against each other on a listing presentation or even a buyer presentation for that matter. Right. I don't know what Steve does. Steve doesn't know what I do. Steve's great. I'm great. Right. And so our job, if we were to, if it were to come to that is to tell the client show, not tell, show the client why I'm the better fit. Right. And Steve's job is to show them why he's the better fit. Right. That's, that's the goal. My job is not to say I'm better than him because like, I I don't know. Awesome. He's been in business a lot longer than me. He's got tons of experience. I don't know why you'd want to choose me over him other than I know what I offer you. So this is the time where you really need to sit down and you really need to evaluate everything that you do. And I'm going to tell you the first place that it starts is really an understanding how to tell a story. Okay. How many of you heard me talk about storytelling before? How many of you were through my storytelling? Right? Are you surprised that I tell you the very first part in starting to share your value proposition is telling the story, right? Stories sell, but facts tell, right? So I can come into a, an appointment and I can say, Hey, I've closed a hundred million dollars in real estate. I, my average price point is 750,000. My blah, blah, blah. I can come up with all these stats and those are facts and they're true. They're true facts, but is that the story that I want to tell someone? that a story you want to hear? Do you, I mean, I mean, you, you don't really care. I mean, you might care as a real estate agent. Oh, that's cool. I want to do that. Right. Or, Oh, I do better than that. Whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. A play doesn't really care that much. There's going to be some out there that do. There's an exception to everything I'm saying. Okay. There's going to be some that do, but the reality is we are in a business of relationships. That's what we do. We build relationships. When someone comes in through an ad, for example, What are you doing over the next 6, 12, 18 months? You're nurturing a relationship. You're not trying to close a deal. You're nurturing a relationship. And how are you nurturing that relationship? By sharing your story and sharing your value. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, so how many of you are predominantly buyer's agents? Anybody? Summa? So the predominantly most of us here are are listing, raising our hand, Alex had used to be uh Selena's a so-so, okay. Most, I'm pretty sp- 50-50. 50 bit pretty okay. spread. Great. Love it. Okay. So there's there's a lot like 50-50. Okay, good. No. So, as a listing agent, everyone who's on the who has the listing agent side, do you have a value proposition as a listing agent? most i mean most of us do most of us probably have a marketing plan most of us probably are able to walk into a home and be able to share the story of who the buyer is right that's what i do i go into a listing conversation i'm like oh my gosh here's your buyer i literally just had this the other day literally just had this the other day walked into a, a listing and the people were um probably in their 80s and they have this beautiful property out in this very rural area it's on two and a half acres And I was the fourth agent to walk in there, fourth agent. And it was one of those like, bam, bam, bam. They came in through a street text ad. We called them, just got right perfect time. Can you come tomorrow? Great. I'm like, I don't really like to be be unprepared like this. Okay, but I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So I go in there and, you know, I I went in there. Part of it, I don't like to go unprepared like that. It's because I have a process, Right. I have, this, I have a I have a pre-qualification script. We do our confirmation that the whole phone phone script we go through before we actually go to the appointment. So that way, I'm not spending a bunch of time at the appointment asking questions about them or telling telling stuff about me. I'm asking questions about them, right? So that's part of the reason. But it's fine. I I I'm flexible. I can adapt. I can do whatever I need to do. So I went in there, and I remember during the conversation, we're sitting there, and I was, you know. Alex just put digital marketing expert. I'm gonna tell you, if I were to go into these people who are 85 years old and say, I'm a digital marketing expert, you yeah, think they'd yeah. have any idea what no. I'm talking about? It? Yeah. <laughs> no clue. They would have no clue. Cool, I'm a digital marketing expert. What does that actually mean? So what I instead said was, you know, here's the thing. Your buyer is probably that buyer who they're probably not a first-time buyer just based on the size of the property, but it might be a second-time buyer. They're probably earning between $150,000 and $250,000 a year as a combined income, and they're probably a millennial. And where are millennials finding homes? They're finding homes on YouTube. They're finding homes on TikTok. They're finding homes online. So I can sit here and tell you, yeah, you know, I yes, I'm going to I'm going to have flyers, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that. Yes, I'm going to do that. But the reality is your buyer needs to see your home online. Because if your home is not online, I'm going to do you a disservice. Your home is not going to be exposed. I'm not going to be able to find that right buyer for you in the amount of time that you want me to find that buyer. And they were they said to me of the four of the three other agents that came in here, no one has ever explained that piece of it. No one has ever explained that the buyer is a millennial and that millennials are finding, are finding things online. And that was the value proposition. I didn't go in there and say, I'm gonna put your home in front of this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And this, and this. My value proposition was the story. You see the difference? Jeffy just said millennials look on redfin. Yeah, they look on redfin cool, but they are more than anything, they're looking on They're looking online. So, you need to have your job is to have that home exposed properly online. And people are looking for homes in a specific city. So, you need to make sure that your home is properly exposed online with the right SEO keywords to get that out there correctly. Because, yeah, they're looking on Redfin, they're looking on Zillow, they're looking wherever. Cool. Everybody's going to do that. But the value is that I'm going to make sure that your home is going to be in front of everybody. So I'm going to pull up um, our buyer system. I wanted to talk about that just because I think it's a lot uh, since a lot of people do do listings and it, I think it's easier to understand a value proposition when you're talking about listings, right The harder part I think for most people especially right now because we're going to be coming into this new wave of buyers and agency agreements is understanding your value proposition as a buyer's agent. Does anyone have like any ideas of what your value proposition as a buyer is as a buyer's agent? What do you do for buyers? You help them find homes, get them into the, the home, hmm? get them into the home, get them into the home, negotiate a contract. Does any do any of you do anything special? Like, what if you have a buyer and
1: you can't, they just literally can't find any freaking inventory for him? I start off by telling them like. My, like my story, like when I bought a home, how we didn't have people to like get advice from on both sides of our family. We're the first ones to buy a home. Um, just to kind of break down that wall, like I'm the one that knows it all. Um, I had to learn it all. And that's kind of like what I tell them is that, you know, this stuff that I'm telling you and, and the the steps that we're going through, I'm going to basically walk you through each and every step, make sure you understand it. So that way you can, it's not just a one-time thing. You're going to learn this and it's going to be a one-time thing. It's so that way you can instill those steps into whenever your children buy a home, uh, you'll have a little bit of a knowledge and um, you'll still need to age it, but you'll, you know, you'll have the knowledge that you, that I didn't have. And I basically tell them, I move on your timing. So I don't ever want them to feel rushed. Um That's just something that I, I, I do. Um And it's been able to work for me and it's brought me, you know, referrals. So. Start with your
0: story, because I so I see a lot of people in the chat are putting negotiate, no stress, guarantees, matchmaker, blah blah blah. We all do the same thing, but what makes you different is your story. What makes you different is the value that you bring to it. What makes you different is is the, the personal aspect to it. We all have these cool things that we do, and yes, those need to be presented to our clients. I'm not telling you not to do that, but if you can start by sharing your story. Yesterday, I had uh, it was talking to. An investor and he was like, you know, I want to tell you I like, part of the reason I really want to do this. Part of it, get into the acquisition phase. He's an experienced investor more on like the marketing side for like his his boards that he's on or his groups that he's on. But he wants to get more into the act the acquisition phase. Yeah. Wendy, I just said that because you said you said matchmaker. That's why I said Wendy just laughed because I said blah blah blah. <laughs> but anyway, part of what um part of what um uh, he said to me, it was, you know, part of the reason I want to get into this this phase of it is because my in-laws are immigrants and they have worked really, really, really hard and they don't have a lot of money. And what I would like is I'd like to be able to provide them with some sense of security for the last 20 or 30 years that they have here with us. Now that's a story. That's a value and that's a person I want to work with, right? So I think um, I think you have to know like what is Obviously, what value do you bring to the table? And I'm going to show you what what our system looks like. And I'm going to encourage you to start developing something like this, mostly because um, this goes over all of the steps that we do. Finding, going, digging through our database, sending out emails to our our 2,500 people that we have, uh, tapping into the eXp market, tapping into my eXp network, right? Tapping into my real estate network online, tapping into the... um, the for sale by owners, the expired, the Fisbos, the distressed properties, like all the different things that we do on the back end, it's all included in our system. These are all facts of things that we do, but the way the story is told is the value. Understand? Okay, so let me share this with you. So this is our dream method buying system. Can you all see this? Okay. So this is our dream method buying system. And essentially the way this starts is we start sharing by... We start sharing like what we do, right? This is, this is who we are. This, well, just so you know, when this is presented, this is actually presented with whoever, like if I have another team member, it's an insert flyer in there, but my name is on it because it's obviously my system that I developed. Um, but we start with sharing our, our core values and our mission, our core values, like determination, respect, enthusiasm, advocacy, and mentorship. Those are our core values. Every single person who works on my team knows that. Every single client that works with us knows that. And that, that's part of the value of what we have to share with people because they need to understand we're not just a dime a dozen. We are a legitimate business. These are the values that we live by. These are the values that as a team, we expect each other to uphold. And these are the values that we are going to uphold with you. In return, you need to uphold them with us. Determination comes in really, 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 really handy when um, we're dealing with buyers who are very, um, who are in, who are searching a very competitive field, competitive price point. Because there are still some of the buyers out there who have really competitive price points, right? And you have to be determined. You have to be determined. And so do I. Um, so we start with sharing our, um, basically everything we do. Here's, here's what you need. Here's what you need to know about the market. Here's what you need to know about our team. Here's what you need to know about all the things we're going to offer you. You are, you are going to be our VIP buyer. We obviously need to change this right here due to market conditions. Many homes are still, some homes are still in water situations, right? Then we go in. We share a little bit more. These are some of our facts, okay? But it's all in the the way the story is told. It's not just a, it's not just a, just a fact. Here's my list of all the things we do. This is the way the story is told. We're telling a story about why this is are important. You want to know we have an internet presence because in the last ten years, house hunters turning the internet has jumped from forty four percent to ninety five percent. Ninety five percent of buyers, because guess what, you guys, your buyers are millennials. That's your home buying market. Your Gen Zs are they're 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 looking right now, but Gen Zs. Just so you know, I have a bunch of Gen Zs who work for me. Okay, I got like three Gen Zs on my team. You know, the only place they look for things online before they don't even care about word of mouth. And if they get a word of mouth referral they're gonna make sure that referral is backed up online. Like they care more about what it says online than a, than a referral. So I just need you to think about who that market is, a market of, of buyers that we're looking at right now, because this is that, this is developing your your buyer value proposition. You have to understand your market right now for buyers There are going to be some exceptions, of course. The majority are millennials and Gen Zs are starting to enter the market. So you need to make sure that you're online and you need to make sure that you're explaining to your clients, your sellers and your buyers, why that stuff is important. The reason as a buyer's agent, it's important that you have an online presence is because that's going to help you when you go into negotiations. Have you ever, as a buyer's agent, have you ever like called the listing agent? You've been in a competitive offer situation or a multiple offer situation. And they're like, wait, who are you? What's your name? Where are you from? It's a very different experience when you're like, Hey, it's Lanaya calling from EXP. Oh, hey, Lanaya. How's it going? I saw, you, I saw your, your post on Facebook the other day. It's a very different experience you guys. It's a very different experience for your clients. So that's where you need... That's, that's the story. The value is not just we are online. The value is the story behind we want, why we want to be online. Make sense? All right, let me go back and go through this again here. Okay. So we talk about the team. Like here, we have a we have a full time buyer specials. We have a dedicated sales team. These are all the things that we offer. And you guys, this is going to probably seem like we have a big, massive team. You guys, I have like two salespeople, an ISA, me, and an admin on my team, plus my plus marketing. Okay, so it seems like a massive team, but we do really well with what we have. That's what, that's all they need to know. Like you don't need to go and have every single person on your team listed out. And even if you don't have these people, you do. I mean, you have lender partners, you have escrow partners, a ton of other business, other partners that you have in your business. Here's the thing that you want to understand. Like, now these are the things that you guys just put like exclusive home service, like here's access to off market deals. We have a love at our list it guarantee, right? We have the best loan programs available. We have a team of vetted lenders. I work with three lenders and that's it. I said, I don't work with more than that. I have new lenders wanting to come into our business all the time. I have lenders right now wanting to just bang down our door to try to get business from us. My answer is hard. No. If you want to work with me as a lender for the first time, guess what you can do for me? You can bring me a client and let's see how that relationship goes. That's how that works. We work with three lenders and that's it. And they're, they're, we, we match them based off of everyone's programs are semi, semi-true, semi, semi-similar, right? We match them based off of personality. That's the only reason to match a lender because you, you and me, we are in the relationship business. And so we have to understand that while we say we have a team of vetted lenders, like we're very particular about who we're going to match you with because A, I want to make sure that lender is going to continue to follow up because it's not just me following up. It takes the pressure off of me and my team to do all the follow-up when the lender's also on it. So that's part of the value proposition. Let's move further down here. Then we talk about a home warranty. Okay. These are some other pieces of value. Hey, home warranties are so important right now. I don't know. In the last three, close, last three buyer closings we had, every single one of them used their home warranty in the first 30 days. Every single one of them. Home warranties are so freaking important. So important. It's also great content for you, by the way, to talk
1: about home warranties and why they're important.
0: Value, value, value. But it's not just saying we provide a home warranty. We're telling the story behind why do you need a home warranty? Because I'm just telling you, in the last 30 days... I had three clients that actually had to use the home warranty. The first one, their water heater went out the day after they moved in. And they had to have cold water in the middle. Of, it was freezing cold. It's like 22 degrees here at night right now. So <laughs> they had they had freezing cold water. They had to use a home warranty. So this is part of the thing. We're going to make sure that, that doesn't happen to you. Value proposition, right? We have a list of all of our services. Maybe you all have these. If you don't have a list of your services that you provide to buyers, write them down right now. Go through and just start thinking of all the things that you do. You do a million things, just like we did for when we did the exercise on actually developing like your commission menu for a listing, the listing side. Do the same thing. And also you want to, you want to consider that you, and I, I can't speak for all states, so I'm going to say this very, <laughs> I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there in washington specifically i'll say that washington so you got to look in your own mls with your own mls rules in washington we are able to set our buyers commission our buyer agent commission so we tell the buyer upfront, hey our commission rate for this particular service package is x percent you can take you can take a pick now that's how this is how it's paid let's say it's three percent pretend okay let's say it's three percent now this is how it's paid In Washington, the seller is not required to pay the buyer's agent commission. So what that means is if they're not paying the commission, we have multiple ways. Either you're going to have to write a check to the broker. We're going to have to talk to the seller and see if we can negotiate getting it in, getting it paid, or we're going to have to look at other options. So really not that hard. We just have the conversation up front, by the way. And the reason we can have the conversation up front is because we're going through all of the value that we're providing. So it's not just a look. This, If you doesn't pay this commission, we're not going to show you the house. That's not the way it works. It's all about value. It's all presenting the value that you bring to your clients just like you do on the listing side.
1: Are there any questions that came be done? Okay. All
0: right. So let me go back through. We'll share a little bit more about this okay um okay so then we're going to talk about like we have some obviously client reviews in here and again you guys when you're getting your client reviews like i just told you gen z's don't really care they want to see it but they also want to validate it right they want to hear what someone says and they also want to see other people say it so you need to coach your clients and your buyers especially on what to say you need to coach them you need to tell them the review that you want it is it is important to do that first time buying a home Linnea was proactive in communication. She answered our questions before we could even think of a question, right? Those are the things that I want people to know. I'm going to be on top of it. You don't ever have to worry about it. I love the emails daily. Price changes, sold homes, homes under contract. It was a powerful tool. She leverages technology. So you got to coach your clients on what you want them to say on your reviews because your reviews are part of your value proposition. Without reviews... The right reviews, written the proper way. They're not gonna. They're not gonna serve you as well. Yeah, you're gonna get more like points on Google or whatever. But I'm telling you, reviews like this, those are way more powerful. Those will. Those will close a deal for you. Then we have a home. We have a home st- stages in here. And then part of the other thing that we do up front is we we actually educate on the front end on the front end what the closing costs are. So if you're not doing that. As a, as a, on the buyer's side, there's one more thing you can add to your value proposition right there. Educate on what the closing costs are. Educate on what's normal versus not normal. I heard someone here the other day, I heard a friend of mine the other day, she was talking about how she had a lender who was from out of state and they were trying to make uh, the seller pay for a termite inspection. And we're like, that's not a thing in Washington. It's actually not required in Washington, and it caused delays on loan for like it caused delays on closing for a seven day delay. Like I saw Steve laughing at that, Joy's laughing at that we don't do termite inspections here. That's not a thing, right? There might be on a special occasion. Again, there's an exception to every rule, but it's not a requirement to get a loan closed. So I think part of your other value proposition is understanding that all those all those costs, like if that cost come up, I don't know how much termite inspection costs. I don't know. We don't do them, but I can tell you how much wells cost. You know, people who are in the city might not, wells might not be important to you because they don't have a lot of wells in the city. We have tons of wells around here. How much does it cost to get your septic pump? What do you have to do to get uh, it? Right? So all of those things, those are all part of your value, all the education. We got to go back to being able to tell the story of the value, not just the facts, because we're we're putting this in a whole package, right? We're not just saying this is this, 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 this gotta you've gotta got learn how to tell the story behind why you do what you do, how you do what you do, but most importantly, what is the benefit to the buyer? Part of what's changing in our um <laughs> part of what's changing in our market here is um we are now going to be required to have buyer's agency agreement signed once we begin uh practicing services that a, a rate an agent would do. So that's very, it's very, it's very interpretable. It could be setting up a search on the MLS. Okay, it could be taking a client out to a home. It just, it depends, right? That's required. But the thing is, we are now introducing what's called non-exclusive agreements. Everything up to this point has been exclusive. So we are now offer we are now introducing what is called a non-exclusive agreement. So. With that being said do you think it's even more important now that we even though we in washington have had this in place for a very long time do you think it's now important that we actually have a value proposition a full story behind our value up front right so if that happens if that does come down the line who knows i don't know i'm not trying to predict what's going to happen with the market or this verdict who knows what i am trying to tell you is that Be ahead of it because you can control what you're doing right now to get ahead of it. Okay. It's going to be so much easier if you can get on top of it than trying to play catch up in the end. Oh, shoot. Oh, crap. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. You're playing this like, what is that? Is that a duck? Is that a duck that's always like, it looks so graceful above water, but below they're going like this, right? That's what we do in real estate all the time anyway. Like we all do it, right? So, this is the best time to get ahead of all of that stuff. All of it. So, I encourage you if you take anything away from this, I encourage you to do some brainstorming. You know how I love my brainstorming sessions? I'll call it with this new book I'm reading, The Road Less Stupid, which is a phenomenal book, by the way. I'm like absorbing it. If you want a good book to read, it's called The Road Less Stupid. So good. He talks about how we do stupid things that costs us a lot of money, and mostly it comes because we don't think ahead. Most people don't think ahead. Most people don't think about all the risks and all the costs that are associated with not thinking ahead. So that's a whole book, and he calls it the Dumb Tax. A whole book is centered around the Dumb Tax, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm stupid. Like, that. like, he's. I'm reading some of the examples. I'm like, oh boy, I've done that. Oh boy, I've done that. Okay, but anyway. My whole point in in sharing this was like the the thinking time. I encourage you to take some thinking time and to really think about all those, all of those services that you offer. But beyond that, how are you going to tell the story of what you offer? How are you, how are you really going to like share that in in a story? Just like my example of telling this, those sellers why they needed to list with me without saying why you need to list with me. It's like we go online and I I encourage you all the time to write content that is not, I'm a realtor, but tell people what you do. I encourage you to not go put just listen and just soul, but share the story of the client. Right? And also if you're doing that in your content, by the way, and I'm just telling you millennials and Gen Z's, millennials and Gen Z's, those are our buyers right now. Okay. (laughs) If you are, if you are sharing stories online of how you're serving your clients, it makes it so much easier, so much easier when you're face to face. So that is what I hope you take away from this. We have another minute. If anyone has any questions, anything
2: you want to, any insight you want to add? Joy? I had to unmute. Do you have any book recommendations or training recommendations for learning to tell stories better? I find that I struggle with that and I've been spending years a couple of years here just trying to learn to tell stories better yeah i have two um
0: you are in my front line so i will share with you my training that is on my private door board okay um, so i will share that with you so i did not think I, I did a whole training on it but the two books i would recommend for stories are Kendra hall stories that stick oh uh-huh. it's a really really good one and then um the other one was um hold on Hold on, roll on, you guys! <laughs> my gosh, I've read so many this year. I'm just about to release my list of 100 books. By the way, I'll have that out for you to download if you want. If you want, I've got my list of 100 books that I've read along with my favorite. I'm literally am so excited! I have three left to go, and I've met my goal of reading 100 books this year. And I'm like, Ooh, love that. It. Okay, so it's stories that stick. Oh, and then um, the other one is. Oh, well, please. Oh, my gosh, where is
2: it? Oh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Okay. I, I do have both of those in my list, so I will read those. Thank you. I, I struggle with it, and I, I don't know why, but I struggle with it. The other thing I wanted to say when you were talking about planning ahead, because my brain does not work like this, but I saw something in a group, an agent who, when she's doing her closing file for every, you know, closing the file for every transaction, she actually writes her holiday card, birthday card everything that she's doing for that client for the year ahead and has it finished and ready to go as soon as she closes the file so she's set for the year she's not like me scrambling on December 1st saying I need to get holiday cards out to everybody and where is their address and don't skip anyone I know I see Steve you went like this I felt the same way like my mind was blown because so I don't think that way I know for a fact I'm on a call. I'm um, Steve, and I have our accountability call in the morning. And he
0: was like, "I've got to get all my holiday cards out. I got to get my holiday cards out." And I'm like,
1: "Yeah, I should
0: probably do that too." But you guys, did you want to trick to that, real quick, uh, client giant, like that's my my game changer. Ninety nine dollars year per customer. Uh, they'll send out your gifts every quarter. It's ninety nine dollars per year for home anniversary and birthday gifts as well. So two hundred dollars a year per client. Uh, and it'll save you a ton of time. I actually have an affiliate. Link if you would like to see it here. If you want to look into Client Giant, it is by far my favorite. There's a lot of other things out there, AM card, but you know, I don't like AM right. really as much as so I love Client Giant for that particular reason. There's my referral link if you want to look into okay. it. But Joy, that will say, that'll be a game changer for you. What we do is once the client closes, they're automatically added to Top of Mind as well as birthdays and home anniversaries. So I'm I love
2: a, that. They get six. I love that. Thank you. I've hesitated. I've looked into those, um, you know, the services, but it's probably worth the money because it's better than scrambling around at the last minute. Well, and also like, you don't have to put every client on it. (laughs) We're strategic. We go on,
0: flush it every now and then you don't have to put every client on it. But the thing about something like that is that's going to help you love on your clients automatically. um, And it's going to help you start those conversations. Like I, like every quarter, I have a reason to call my clients every quarter. I just want to see if you got your gift. Yeah, see if you want to get, get your mm-hmm. and at the time I'm not even calling my clients anymore now they're calling me oh my god I, got to get I
2: freaking love it right so like client giants a game changer I love that also I have to give a shout out to Wendy Wendy I'm impressed oh. <laughs> Wendy, that, that's right. I'm doing my hair I love it I'm usually <laughs> doing stuff like that during the calls.
0: yeah are you coming off mute Wendy I think she's trying to
2: I didn't mean to put her on blast, but I was really, I, I was really impressed. I love it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I know everybody's like, get up earlier, you know, and it's like, I'm up at three. So it's not like I can shower earlier because my lock with my dog is at four 30 and then my high yoga is at five 45. And then I'd have to run in the game. So eight o'clock is my shower time. So. so that's why I was off camera for a while. You're welcome. I love it. I'm wearing pajamas. If Thank you. I was, I'm, I that. i did not know that, dying to know that. Okay. See my pajamas, but it was my birthday yesterday and I went out to dinner. So I have my pajamas on now. Love it. <laughs> Thank okay.
0: you. Uh, Real quick. Who's coming to the planning call on Tuesday? Me, me. Okay. I love it. I love it. Who needs an invite to the planning call? I'm coming.
2: Andrea's coming. I need an invite you now.
0: Okay. Hey, uh, Milu, can you grab the Kickstarter and put it in here and we'll get the, we'll get it out to you. So Milu's going to put it in the chat right now. So make sure you click on it. Just register and that will come right to you. Um, and then I know Joy. And then we have a happy hour planned afterward. Joy, Steve Hill, you should come in person. I know you pl- you're you coming virtually. You should come in person because we're going to, we have a, we're going to this place and Dita Mia for happy hour. I think Preeti's on the call. I think that's where she said she wanted to have it, have it done, but. You need to come in person.
1: I will. Uh, if I have the time, I will do it for sure. Because I did consider it. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, everybody else, uh, I will see you online. Um, we'll see you on Tuesday. I'm super excited. The link is right there. Milu, just put it in there. Make sure you grab it. Register real quick. Completely free. Krista Mayshore is going to be there. We've got Wendy coming to sh- coming to speak about her creative tracking system We've got uh, Lisa Pinder coming to speak about how to actually control the things you can control in the upcoming market. We have Jesse coming on to talk about, Jesse Zagorski coming on to talk about how to set goals for growth. So if you want to grow in 2024, you need to make sure you're going to be there. So we will see you all then. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Have a great day.